Welcome to Glitter Mindset, a podcast for entrepreneurial women ready to sparkle in their life and careers. I'm your host, Aria Lighty, and I am obsessed with empowering women and helping them shine. If you're ready to sparkle, treat every day as a celebration, and you're not afraid to get a little bit messy, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful, fabulous, amazing, gorgeous listeners. I am so happy to welcome you back to another episode of Glitter Mindset. If we haven't met and this is your first time listening, welcome. I am the host, Aria Lighty, and I am just obsessed with having conversations um, about up-leveling your mindset and sparkling up your life and shining as the bright glittery goddesses that we all are and getting a little messy because that's what comes with glitter. So I'm super excited to be here, really excited for another episode. I hope you guys are all doing well and that you've had an amazing week. I have been in a really good spot this week. I um, am just so grateful. I mean, especially today, right now, I was just kind of like sitting back and thinking about all of the things lately. And I am really grateful for this just being my life. Like, I get to share my journey with you guys. I get to share a part of my life. I get to work for myself. I get to lead amazing women. I, you know, stayed up really late last night adding um, another chapter of my book. And I really don't have time for that. My time should be, well, not should, but um, I feel like right now with all the deadlines that I have going on that that's where my focus should be. But I, um, yeah, got an opportunity to just add a quick quick uh chapter i get to record this episode i get to talk with some fabulous mob members later i get to train my mob leaders for a really positive successful incredible powerful uh growth focused 2020. I get to interview some new leaders that are going to come on next year and push the movement. So life is good. I'm just in a space of gratitude. Is it crazy? Yes. Um, you know, but I have had the opportunity to work for myself for now seven, eight years and eight, yeah, eight years I've worked for myself and it's crazy and it hasn't been easy, but I am uh, so amazed by the stuff that I've accomplished in this time and the lessons that I've learned. And so, yeah, I'm just in a really good spot. So hooray for that awesomeness. So let's dive into today's episode topic. And I am excited about talking about this one because it has been on the forefront of my mind for the past couple of weeks and I have been noticing how now that I'm aware of this that it is just um, always popping up in my day-to-day interactions and that is asking powerful questions and actively listening. So Currently, I am a part of a coaching course right now. I am going through certification to um, be a coach. And originally, I wanted to take it in order to make myself a better mentor for mom members and to show up 
better for the women in um, my mob leadership team. And I honestly, well, I wasn't sure what I was going to learn. I wasn't sure if I was going to learn much, but I figured I could at least add it to my resume and my podcast intro, you know, like I could at least have that different credential underneath, which might open other doors. It might, you know, what I was thinking is it might attract other mob members and things like that. So I went into it a little know-it-all-ish because... You know, as much as I talk about doubting myself and overcoming those doubts, I also have this version of myself that feels like I know absolutely everything that there ever is to know. And I'm really this weird balance of like thinking that I am like the smartest person in the world while absolutely like doubting everything that I ever think. So it's really funny, but... So I went in a little know-it-all-ish thinking like, what could I possibly learn, right? But my mind has actually been like super freaking blown. And I actually have like learned so much and grown so much. And um, I talked about how November was kind of this like crazy up-leveling month. And I really think that this is like part of the reason. And um part of the experience and part of the lesson is not even in the actual like teachings like the actual content or the actual like you know book um but the questions that have led me down some like really deep explorations about myself and the fact that this was pushing me out of my comfort zone the fact that I was learning from just the way that other people were interacting on the call, the way that the instructor was interacting with the students, like a lot of what I've learned is, um, as a result is like the deep reflections of myself. So, um, backing up a little bit, I am a creative consultant. So I help my clients figure out for their small businesses. Um, I mean, pretty much it's like such a crazy, spread of the things that I offer in these sessions but I use my experience with like mindset and business and mentorship and creativity and social media and my connections to help my clients thrive and I've had you know brick and mortar businesses I've had an online boutique I've done direct sales I you know run the mob so I have like experience in a lot of different weird businesses and industries that kind of helps me just like sometimes it's just guiding what the next step should be or finding the right connection or knowing what type of platform to use so that people don't have to spin their wheels trying to like start from scratch when I've already learned um, the hard way and invested all this time and energy and money um, learning what works and what doesn't work for a lot of different systems. So in these sessions with clients, I listen to their problem, um, check out their businesses, like hear their uh, stories and struggles, and then answer their questions that they have for me. So I tell them what to do. I give them an action plan. I give them advice based on the things that I know. And now I have known a lot of people that call themselves coaches or refer themselves as business coaches and do the same thing that I do as a consultant. 
And to be honest, I never truly understood what a coach was. I basically assumed that it was similar to what I was already doing, just like another kind of term for it. I knew that there were some differences, but um, still felt like being a consultant was kind of similar. So, um, because most of the coaches that I see on Instagram are giving action plans and advice, you know, and so a lot of the coaches that I met are either not certified and I'm guessing that the reason that they call themselves are a coach is because they didn't know the terminology either. Um, and they just saw that that sounded right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like the work that they do, the knowledge that they have is still super important. I know that they make their clients happy. Um, and I know that they have produced great results and honestly, you can call yourself anything that you want. Um, but now that I know the true definition of coaching, I look at it like so completely different. So while I tell people what to do and find solutions for them, coaching is as a, like an industry is asking questions to help the client reach their own solution. So coaching is diving deep and hitting the right questions to help the client uncover their path. And you may already know this, this may not be something that was like mind blowing to you, but like I said, I know a ton of people that are still using the term wrong or, um, are searching for, a consultant when they need a coach or a coach when they need a consultant. So anyways, my mind is blown, right? I already learned something. I was like, what? That is so awesome. Um, and then they were like, you know, coaching is like 80% of the time the client should be the one talking and only you talking for 20%, which is like asking questions. And then the rest of the time when they're spending their 80% talking, you're actively listening. And that's the key, right? Like actively listening, like listening, making that your whole job to listen. So easy enough, right? Just to listen to them. So then in class, I have to coach someone live on the call with like other students listening. And I figured I had it in the bag. Didn't think I was going to be like the best at it, you know, didn't think I was going to like kill it. But like how hard could it be to just listen to someone talk for 80 seconds of the time right and I was 80% of the time and I was like so exhausted from a really crazy week and so I was thinking oh it's gonna be so easy like they just have to talk and I just have to ask them a couple questions how hard is this gonna be so for me it was really freaking hard and I realized that I could not turn my consultant brain off like instead of actively listening, my brain would automatically take this answer that they were giving me and begin coming up with solutions and action items. So I would ask a question, they would answer it. And then based on their answer, I would like think of a solution or something to answer back to them. So instead of like being engaged in like each word that they were saying, I was thinking of like this next great thing that they should totally do. And so multiple times in this only 30 minute session, I had to stop the session and say honestly to the instructor, I'm having such a hard time listening and asking questions. I keep trying to find solutions. And it was like the first like epiphany of the, that being like, this is what this is like truly how my mind works. And it's constantly like this. And now I understand between the two industries and all that stuff, right? So this began 
to make me feel super embarrassed and anxious and um you know again I'm freaking exhausted and to make matters worse I start thinking of all the calls that I had just done with my entire leadership team I didn't met with them one-on-one to just talk about their ideas for 2020 and ways that we can improve and so then I'm thinking about these calls that I just had like the days prior leading up to this and I'm thinking like wow did I even freaking listen to them was I even like engaged like how were my interactions like how could my interactions have been improved if I would have just asked more and let them talk for 80% of the time and so I had this like mild breakdown on the call that's another story for another time but I just got like frustrated with myself and did like a piss poor performance so um it was it was eye-opening and I you know that's the kind of stuff that I learned from is like really situational stuff and so um yeah it was eye-opening mind-blowing uh very freaking humbling and um so after that horrible session is when we got into the actual real lesson plan about active listening and powerful questioning um so I just had like piss poor timing on top of that but we learned about the types of questions to ask and how to feel comfortable in the silence because that's what I try to do a lot is fill the silence right so we learned that good coaches are okay with the fact that it's not scripted and they don't know where the conversation is going to go and they know that it has to be client-led and for me with again with the consultant brain that makes me feel so uncomfortable like silence makes me feel uncomfortable and i feel this pressure when i'm talking to my clients to have as much valuable content as much valuable takeaways as many action steps as many answers as many solutions as possible in the time that i'm spending with them like i feel so much pressure to you know just provide them as much quote-unquote value in the time that they're spending with me on the calls so yeah, as a consultant brain, it's been super difficult to, you know, really be um, opening myself up to be a better listener and a better question asker. So I've since done another coaching call in the same class and it's improved a ton. And so I've already like made the steps forward. And what I absolutely loved about this was I was starting to go down the consultant track again, like right in the beginning, and I thought of a solution. And I wasn't listening to her as much as I was like thinking of the next thing that I was about to tell her that she should do, right? And I almost said it to her, and I almost stopped the call and asked for help again, but instead I took a breath, I like sat with the silence for a second, and I pressed forward with more questions, like uncovering why... Um, in this case, the client was feeling blocked and what the next steps of her business should be. And then guess what freaking happened? She said the exact answer and solution that I wanted to mention just like minutes before. And she got there by answering the questions that I asked. So I still got that end solution that I wanted, but she was a part of it. She got the confidence in getting there on her own. She doesn't have to question if that's the right solution for her because she got there, um, you know, led by that. And so I feel really good that my questions, you know, were what got her there um, and um, all that. So, um, 
going back and really analyzing and thinking about all of this, having the consultant brain is not just how my brain works for when I'm with clients. It's how my brain works in all interactions with humans. And I started really reflecting on tons of interactions that I've had with people and how my brain works when I'm talking to them either personally or professionally. And that is finding an answer to the solution. It's how I parent. It's how my marriage was led. I was spending a majority of my time talking and telling rather than asking and listening. So mind blown, epiphany, you know how I am. I took this dive, like dove too deep, overthought about it, analyzed it, you know, and really got to like the core root of all this stuff. So I began thinking after I got, you know, through how that's affected my life in different situations. I began thinking of how life would be improved if I had asked more questions and if I spent my future time asking more questions and if I listened better. And how would the world be a better place if we all asked more questions? So I started thinking, I started making all these lists, like writing faster than I could like, you know, even thinking faster than I could write is what I meant to say. But I started making all these notes and I was thinking, so instead of fighting ideas and viewpoints, asking each other how we got to these conclusions, we all see these social media fights, there's, you know, the political climate, but it would really build compassion and empathy and unpack some of these deeply rooted thoughts if we asked questions because sometimes we're answering questions or feeling feelings that are just based on like, well, that's how we've always done it. Or, you know, that's how I was brought up. Or this is based on trauma that I had or experiences that I had. So I'm I'm unpacking that by the questions being asked. And the person asking the questions is now having this new sense of compassion for my thought process while I'm gaining like a you know, newfound awareness. So instead of arguing about like a passionate subject that would like really allow ourselves to only hear our responses because we're just trying to be defensive and defend our viewpoint, we're putting like the responsibility on the other person to like unpack their beliefs behind it. So think of how like negative comments on social media or like people that have oppressive viewpoints, like asking sincere questions and making the oppressor answer for their shit really opens them up to probably realize probably they don't have a leg to stand on, but also like understand where this shit stems from. And it's, you know, probably fear. It's probably based around a trauma story. It's probably based around a limiting belief. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, think about how asking more questions to the people that you are having these, um, you know, passionate disagreements with would create awareness and compassion in those sensitive situations. Um, In the workplace, obviously, like, how can this um, uh, help employees, peers, leaders, managers, like how great would they feel to be asked questions and be active parts of the change in conversation? Asking additional questions to them would, you know, open my eyes about wanting to move forward with their idea that I might have initially dismissed because now I'm understanding where that idea is stemming from. And I've given them the opportunity to talk about it. And when I'm actively listening, I can understand now where they're coming from, why it's needed. 
or you know maybe asking them they would realize that the idea wouldn't work in the situation and instead of feeling dismissed or rejected they can feel more understanding to how that conclusion was made you know instead of they kind of like got to that solution and they can now understand like oh okay you're not just dismissing my idea i can totally see why it doesn't work in this situation Plus, listening to your employees just, you know, gives them that layer of respect and appreciation and support. Everybody wants to be listened to and feel heard and feel like their stories and ideas are valid. So, you know, obviously it can't hurt to just, you know, do all that. I started thinking like how the mob group would be improved if I asked members more questions and got them thinking and brainstorming. And I already asked questions in effort to like create engagement and conversation. But now going towards more powerful questioning that really sparks thoughts and inspires them to create their own action plans and then diving deeper from that question and diving deeper and diving deeper. So, you know, so many people ask me for advice or go ask the group for advice and or ask for questions and I go straight into it with advice. And what if I asked more information and helped them discover their own concepts and ideas and again, build their confidence in that? Um, I've thought about how much more I can understand in my romantic relationships and my relationships with my, my children and how much more loved and appreciated they'd feel just by me listening instead of arguing my viewpoint. And what if I had that 80-20 rule during arguments um, or disagreements or times of, you know, with my, I don't really argue with my child. She's amazing. But what if I allowed her to speak for 80% of the time instead of me only instilling what I think is the best for her? How would that benefit like both parties? And I even thought about how questioning improves the podcast because there's this constant pressure that I have to create answers and bring knowledge and have content and have like 20 to 35 minutes worth of content based on what my brain can come up with. But asking more questions on the podcast for you guys is going to open up so much more possibility and besides, you know, making it a better experience for you guys, I actually feel super like free. (laughs) I don't have to be responsible for all the content. I mean, I have to create the questions, but I don't have to have all the solutions. Um, I've also thought about like how questions would improve, you know, situations with myself, like asking questions in moments of stress or fear or challenge why am I feeling like this? What is the worst that could happen? What is this fear stemming from? You know, asking myself if this situation cannot be changed, like, what can I do to deal with the emotions? Like, what does this really have to do with me? What is bothering me so much about the situation? What am I afraid of? You know, because I'll, uh, that would be a whole nother tangent. But anyways, asking myself questions to make sure what I'm working on is still aligning with my mission and like my overall goals, you know, like the overall mission of the company. And I don't think enough small businesses do that to be like, is this aligning with what we're truly setting out to do? You know, is this busy work or, you know, work that is really contributing to the overall bottom line? What am I benefiting from this? What, you know, what could I be doing right now if I couldn't fail? How is this getting me closer to the goal? Does this reflect my morals and ideals? Is this 
um, like aligned action or is this, you know, from a space of desperation? Is this a place of inspiration or desperation? You know what I mean? So asking, like using questions to write prompts to like clear my brain of clutter. Like, you know, I love to free write, talk about it like probably every other episode, but really just like writing as fast as you can to get out all of that shit that is just laying in your subconscious. But using these as like really awesome free write prompts or journaling prompts like who am I when I am the happiest you know what do I really want to achieve in this life what inspires me you know where am I holding myself back what does the highest version of me what does that look like so you know, all of these ideas of how questions and active listening can really just improve everything has just kind of been on this spiral tangent of my mind and really opened me up to like a higher levels of interaction. And so in most of the communications that I've had in the past couple of weeks, I've had to like shut my brain down and like remind myself to actively listen, to be in the moment. Because again, my brain is wired well, it's not only wired just to find solutions, but to just have an answer, you know? So like, you know, if a couple is fighting back and forth and both people are speaking their truths and telling their story and explaining their, you know, what they're feeling, but while the one is talking, the other is just thinking of a comeback or a worse put down or like a point or to like prove that person wrong, like nothing is getting solved. Neither party is getting heard. Neither party is expressing their emotions. And so, you know, nothing is being accomplished from these conversations and these arguments. So, like, really think about it. How well are you listening to your spouse, to your kids, your coworkers, to strangers in on the bus? I don't know. But how much of the time and conversations are you spending thinking of your next like witty remark, comeback, like story that's going to like really one up what the other person said, you know, you, so many of those conversations are just like back and forth where the people are just trying to one up or be like, yeah, I already know that or here's a situation that happened or here's how I relate instead of just being like, wow, and how did that make you feel or wow, tell me more about that. So even if we're not consciously trying to ignore people, we really are. And we're already up against so much shit that's like forcing that on us, right? Like our society has taught us to always have the answer or that like smart people are the ones that have the answers. But honestly, like the smartest people are always trying to learn and evolve and so it's probably the smartest people in the world that are actually like great listeners, right? Because learning and evolving, that shit's not happening by, you know, not listening and not absorbing all of the information around you. So listening brings us in the moment. It keeps us in the moment. If we're thinking of a comeback or apply, that's being in the future, right? So listening and we really have to be grounded and it listening does that listening connects us and grounds us so that the time that we're spending with our clients or customers friends loved ones children parents strangers on the bus we're ensuring that that's quality time because we're grounding in those moments 
And it really does seem like such a simple concept, but if you really step back, if you really put yourself into situations where you're forced to listen and you look, you will realize that you are always all over the place. It may not always be for like a remark or reply or a solution, but our own struggles, our own distractions, our to-do lists, like those are all things that are like making our brain be all over the place and not being like grounded into the conversation that we're having. Like for me, even listening to like a podcast or an audible book, I have to like go back and rewind because I realized that I did not hear like five minutes of it because I started like zoning out or, you know, checking my email or getting distracted. And so, you know, it's going to take a long time for us to unwire all of this stuff and rewire it into more of a listening, you know, and better listening practices. And it is a practice and, you know, it's, it's lost on us because we're such a multitasking society and we're constantly bombarded by, again, sounds and distractions and to-do lists and deadlines and messages and kids pulling on us and incoming information from all angles so it's it's not our fault but we can all do a better job to you know start finding ways that we can all listen to each other better so I really encourage you to spend some time listening um you know sit down and tell your spouse or your child that you would really just like to talk to them um and ask about their day like spend some time with yourself in solitude and ask any of the questions that i mentioned earlier or find you know other questions that you can ask um examine your conversations with like every person that you chat with tomorrow like make a point to really like examine the conversations and rate yourself afterwards to see how well you listened and then actively work to improve that like don't beat yourself up about it you know don't have a breakdown like I did on my call but just work to improve that it's a practice so you just have to keep calling yourself back to center so that's it for now I love you guys thank you for listening for actively listening to me um but seriously thank you for listening and Thank you for being a part of my journey and and letting me into your ears and your lives. You guys are all amazing. I appreciate the support every day. I, su- I appreciate the love. Um, this podcast means so much to me because it's really an evolution of myself. And it's really um, helped in all aspects of my life. It's really helped me show up more it's improved my communication it's improved my it's just it's really saved me and it came at the most important time of my life and I think that if I hadn't started the podcast um I don't think I would have had as much growth that I did because it was really forcing me to think of these these topics and turn inwards on whether I had a glitter mindset. Um, and you know, I didn't always. So, um, that was a long tangent, but you guys are amazing. I appreciate you every day. Thank you for letting this be my life. And, um, as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a friend, you know, send it in a text, tag me in stories, go give an iTunes reading, um, you know, show some love so that it can grow on iTunes. Funny story. There is one for my daughter on there from last year who said, good job, Aria. 
and said a good job mom because she wanted it to seem she wanted to like boost my ratings and she wanted to give me a five-star review but she wanted it to seem like it was like a legit listener not from like my 12 year old daughter but she was logged in as me so it says aria lighty says something like wow best podcast ever way to go aria um which is hilarious and we had a good laugh about it she was actually mortified and then couldn't figure out how to delete it because it was from her old phone i don't even know but you know it's just positive self-talk promotion so that is very glitter mindset-esque um but thanks again thank you for the support and i will talk to you next week bye thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of glitter mindset I absolutely love continuing the conversation over on Instagram at Glitter Mindset. Send me a DM with your questions, suggestions, things that you're taking from the episode or things that you would love to hear in future episodes. Thank you so much for your support. I am always appreciative of any reviews, shares, or screenshots that you guys post up into your Instagram stories. You guys are the best and I will see you next week.